0: Eduardo comes up the rise, two lengths clear from Nature Strip, stalking him. Then came over, pass. Lost and running to the outside, making ground. Eduardo in front, but Nature Strip getting on terms now. Here comes the champ, Nature Strip taking the lead from Eduardo. Clear from Lost and running, and Nature Strip back on target to defend his Everest title. Nature Strip beat Lost and running over, pass. They beat off Eduardo, then Mass Crusader from Marzoo. Further back to Anathor. Roller, rocketing by from Andermatt, Handle the Truth, Shelby 66 and Classique Legenda. Nature Strip again. What was that now? 22 from 39. This is just uh, wonderful stuff. And Rod Lyons, part owner, joins us as our first guest on Past the Post. Rod, Darren Flindell, the race caller, said after the race, Is there,
1: is there anything this horse can't do? And there probably isn't, mate. No, well, we're pretty excited at the moment, uh, David. Uh, you know, he. he uh he ran up to his best. He, he travelled back. That was always going to be a worry how he came back from the UK, but he travelled beautifully. He looked beautifully, and uh, yeah, it was a terrific win. Terrific win.
2: Emrod, it's a slightly different Everest preparation this year, isn't it? Going to the race second up rather than um, third up. Just a just a small tweak there, I guess, with him, you know, coming back from England. So potentially just having to having to change things around a bit.
1: Yeah, he he um he came back. Uh, a lot more forward and, and came to hand a lot quicker than Chris anticipated. He um, like quarantine in England was pretty good because you could still work the horses. Once uh, he was at um, Newmarket, and once all the horses cleared the track, he could go out and work. So he only really had the two weeks with no work at Melbourne when he landed in quarantine there. So when he got to Chris's stables, he was quite forward. So Chris basically had to put the brakes on a bit to yeah, uh, um, you know, not to get him too far. Uh, advanced, and that enabled him to step the one run into the Everest.
0: Rod, watching Nature Strip and J-Mac, just if you don't even have a bet in the race, you just watch the race, watching this pair together is poetry in motion. We often see him draw wider gates and he just rolls forward and, and, and J-Mac just knows exactly what to do. Yesterday, different proposition, drawing inside horses, but again, beautiful to watch.
1: Look, it, it, it was... And I agree with you that he really knows the horse inside out. And, um, you know, um, years gone by, he, he would have been a worry in there. But now he's so such a complete horse. He's just so relaxed. He uh, didn't worry him at all. James said just before the turn, he got a bit anxious and he just him oh all boy, oh, boy, and he came right back underneath him. And if that string to his bow can become part of his game plan, well, I think he's going to be an even better horse if it's, if it's possible.
2: Just take us back a step, Rod, to England. Uh, we all saw what happened on the track. We saw the you know, the scenes in the mounting yard, and, and it was just fabulous stuff. Everyone loved it. Just take us behind the scenes, though. Was there a moment over there that you had a surprise moment? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you meant Prince Charles, who's now king, or, or, or just someone that you met or something that happened behind the scenes. You thought, wow, that's just a moment I'll
1: remember for the rest of my life. Well, Ben, there were a number, but I would I would say just the fact of going to Royal Ascot, and we got to go to Royal Ascot on the Friday and watch him work, and just to walk down that track and look to where they started to where the finishes you can't can hardly see the finish post, and that was just a real eye opener, and then walking onto the track on race day, and just realizing the history, the 300 years of racing that was there, the champions that have been there. I I saw Aidan O'Brien, I saw Frankie Dettori, I saw Ryan Moore. you pinch yourself, you think, we're actually here. We're actually here in this this race, in this country. And uh, so there were a number of of highlights like that. You're seeing the Royal Family so close and seeing the now king is within touching distance. All that was just, you would have thought as a mock-about kid from Springvale where I come from, that would never happen. (laughs) That that would be a dream that would never be realised. Well, as
0: a knockabout from Springvale, and so being a, a Victorian, we, we get the opportunity with you this morning. We, we, we've seen the race, but we, we know what he does, and, and he's now the favourite for, well, he was always the favourite for the Everest. He's enhanced his claims there. But I was talking to a colleague of mine yesterday. I was at the Gold Coast races, and we were just talking about Nature Strip, and he brought up the, 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 the topic uh, without any prompting. He said, well, he'd have to be considered better than Manicato now. Uh, and. You go back to... You remember Manicardo. Like, at the time, he was just, you know, wonderful. But he's always carried legendary status, as was Kingston Town. They were like hand and glove, you know, the king and the man, Manicardo and Kingston Town. Before Manicardo was probably going back to horse like Vane. Before Kingston Town was probably a horse like Tullock. But Nature Strip, on what he's doing, and he hasn't finished yet, I think that comparison has to be... certainly thought about it, even, you know, I mean, it's hard to compare horses of different areas, but you know them both, Rod.
1: Well, you know, I, I, I thought the best sprinter I'd seen before Black Caviar was Bane. Um, I saw it. um Shwasir, um, um, you know, I've seen some great, great sprinters. I'd I, I have to say to you that I, I agree. I, you know, Manicado was one of my favourite horses, and just to be compared with him is, is an honour. But certainly he's not finished yet. And when he finishes, history will tell you, um, you know, two-time horse of the year, three-time sprinter of the year, nine, ten-time group one winner, and Everest gone over to England. What he's done in the history books, in 10 years' time, people will read that. And I think they're the ones who will compare him and say, well, you know, it's all there in the record book for you to see. He was a champion.
0: And, and Rod, sorry, but, and, Rod, one of the things about Manicato that I think we remember fondly... Uh, you know, he, he raced over many uh, seasons uh, and certainly didn't, didn't win all of them. But one of the things I think we remember chiefly, those five William Reeds. And that goes to longevity. That goes to being able to stand up every year in the same spot at the same time and win. And I'm not saying those William Reeds were, were the greatest of races, but people do remember Manicado. I think primarily it's one of the, the chief reasons, those those five William
1: Reeds. Well, you're right, and and his toughness and coming up year after year after year. And I think, you know, um, this guy is showing that same sort of toughness. He's beautifully managed by uh, Chris and Chris and the team. And, uh, you know, two or three runs of prep. as I said earlier, if if that way he can race behind them and just use that blistering, you know, sub-11 for at the right time of the race, later in the race, well, you know, maybe in time... We, we can really compare him to those great horses.
2: He's now $2.10, wowee, in the Everest. How do you sit back and watch these things play out now? Look, the rest of us are sort of fascinated by, um, you know, the remaining slot holders, some of the horses that could be up for grabs. It doesn't look to be a hugely deep pool this year. Do, do you get intrigued and fascinated by that sort of stuff, you know, who your competition might be, or do you just sit back and think, well, we've got Nature Strip? that's all
1: that matters? Well, no, Ben. You take he's done such a fabulous job with the Everest and all those all the sprint races now, even the ones in Melbourne now. That you sit back, you watch all all the competitors. You take a, a great uh, yeah, a great deal in um, in uh, watching that, and I think that yesterday there was three or four very good runs behind him, but they're going to have to improve because we think there's a bit of improvement in our horse. But so I, I watch them all and. and uh, and look forward to the race, look forward to the day. It's a, it's a fabulous day. It's an exciting day. Um, yeah, I never think he's past the post. 2 or 10 or $1.50. Strange things can happen in racing. We can always always find one better or something happens. Um, but I'm excited and looking forward to it. We know that he is the horse to beat for sure.
0: So it's a month to the Everest. That's that's when we'll see him next uh, under race conditions. Will he have a trial before then?
1: I'd say for sure. Yeah. For sure, David. I think he'll, he'll trial... Again, probably jump. He'll jump out at home at the trial, and uh, then roll into the Everest year.
0: Well, not only for yourself, but the other owners. It's leading you on a wonderful journey, and as you've said, it's it's not over yet. And for people like Ben and myself, just to be able to have a uh, chat—not just about the race, but you know, wider points about Nature Strip, because he is a great talking point. I think he's lost that um, enigma tag now. I think people really look at him and say, "You are the best in the world." that's that's a great place for him to be in. Thanks for your time. Uh, it's my pleasure. Nice talking to you, boys.